But yeah, I'm so excited. This is the last um, self-care message we're doing, and this series has meant so much to me. I hope it's meant a lot to you guys. I hope that you've got a lot out of it. Um, I hope tonight is cherry on top. I hope you get every last bit um, that you need out of this. So if you haven't been here, um, we've talked about self-care with our words. We've talked about self-care with rest, and Zeke talked about our callings last week. Um, and this week we're ending on love. So um, I'm going to pray so I can like slow down and really <clears throat> um, speak clearly and enjoy this time with you. Um, and then we'll, we'll get started. So will you guys raise your hands with me? <clears throat> God, you are so good, and I'm so grateful for another chance to talk about you and your love. It's the most precious thing in all of our lives, whether we know it or not. So I just thank you for the opportunity um, and the gift that you have given me um, in this place just to be able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I pray that you're standing directly in front of me tonight, that your words are heard, that your heart is felt, that your face is seen and not mm -hmm. mine. You are so big, you are so mm -hmm. good, and you have created such a special place here with the most unique, amazing individuals. And so I pray that tonight is everything that they need, everything that I need. I pray that you just do big things tonight. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for going before me already, Lord. Mm -hmm. Let this night be nothing but honoring to you. Mm -hmm. So your name I pray, amen. 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 <laughs> so, um, self-care with love kind of could be um, twisted to be like self-love or, um, yeah. Self-love. So why should we love ourselves, right? Um, I think the main reason we should is because it tells us to uh, tells us to do that in Scripture, right? Um, it actually tells us in a way that's kind of hard for me to hear. Um, it says to love your neighbor as yourself. So love other people the way that you love yourself. And if you're anything like me, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to love someone the way I love myself because it's not good. It's not great at all, actually. And if I treated other people the way I treated myself sometimes, like, I would have no friends, I wouldn't be here, no one would speak to me, I think. Um, but it tells us eight times in Scripture to love your neighbor as yourself, but the one I really want to talk about is um, Mark 12, 30-31. A teacher of the law comes to Jesus and is like, what's the most important commandment? And Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So how do you love yourself? But more importantly, a question I'm gonna ask that might be really hard um, to hear, so chew on it for a little bit while I get through the rest of this message, but um, how do you love yourself, but do you love yourself? I think something that keeps us from loving ourselves is comparison. Comparison is not from God, and we need to understand that. We need to understand that comparison doesn't come from Him, but it's a tool that the enemy uses against us. Um, comparison makes you question your Creator and doubt your Creator, and it makes you question your value and what you have to offer the world. Comparison doesn't come from God. It takes away from the unique qualities of a human. And think about it, there's not a single human on this planet that is the same as another. Not a single repeat in this world. And I'm actually gonna use some numbers to help us like fully grasp how amazing God is. 
because I think sometimes it gives us a visual. But um, right now we currently have about 7.7 .7 billion people living in the world, right? And every day, about 360,000 babies are born. Every day. And there's still not a single repeat. Like, you can't name any one thing, like any color, like, you can't name that many. You can't, you can't, we can't physically do that. Like, that's all God. He's amazing. He's so big. That 7.7 .7 billion people on this planet right now are not like anybody else. And if that doesn't make you feel kind of special, I hope it does now. <laughs> like, I hope you can think about it a little bit differently. Because that's incredible. You know, we were, we were created by God, and not just that, but we were made perfectly in His image, with intention, not on accident. There's no mistakes made when you were created. And we need to learn how to love ourselves in that and honor God by that. I think we can try and, like, better our physical appearance. We can work out. We can change our hair. We can, I don't know, get your nails done or something. But <laughs> really, it doesn't matter. We need to start learning how to love the heart of who you are. You need to learn what like, God has given you is something to love. You've been given gifts. You've been given abilities and talents and a giant heart. Like That's a beautiful thing, and we need to learn how to love that and take care of it. We need to know that God created us with big plans in mind, right? And once you see the heart of who you are and you can see past what you look like and see past your differences with other people and take comparison out of it, you'll do those big things that God has intended for you. <clears throat> our faith is based on relationship, right? So in relationship with anybody, any kind of relationship, if you go into it thinking that you don't have anything to offer or you're not good enough for this person or if you go into it just thinking you're not worthy of any good thing in this world and you don't love yourself, how are they supposed to? Why should someone else? if you don't, if you don't think anything great of you, like, why should someone else? And then why should someone else think that they need to love themselves as well? Like, that's a huge part of your witness is how you love yourself and how you take care of yourself and what you think of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, this is something that I'm really tired, I think that might be why I'm so emotional, but I might start crying, it's okay. This is something I really struggle with. <clears throat> and I've seen like some of my most precious relationships in my life be so damaged just because I don't know how to love myself and how I don't know how to see my value and see that I do offer good things to this world and other people. But I know that almost all of you in here have experienced a time where someone has poured into you and has poured truth into your life and, and wanted to love you and take care of you and you've been like, no, I'm not worth it. Like, I'm not, I don't deserve that. And does that not hurt so deeply when you think the world of someone and they like cut you off? You're like, absolutely not, like that's not me. It makes you doubt things, it makes you feel smaller, it makes you feel worthless, honestly. On both ends, it makes you feel worthless. But that's just not true of ourselves, you know? We have so much worth because of Jesus. And I think that's something we constantly need to be reminded about. We're called to live in community and as a family. 
And so when you're blocking off people um, pouring love and when you're blocking off receiving love, you're stopping God from doing really big things. Not just in your life, but in the lives of people around you. And I don't say all that to like, be like you need to do better. Like I said, like this is so hard for me. And I've seen it damage people that I love more than anything in the world. I've seen the damage and I've felt the damage as well. So like, we're kind of talking about why we need to love ourselves, but then like, how do you do that? Like, it's a really hard thing to do, I think, for most people. And I think it starts with understanding your self-worth. What's your self-worth? Well, it's definitely not what you say and think about yourself. Your self-worth is what God says and feels about you. Mm, he created you. You didn't choose to have this life that you have. It was given to you. You didn't choose to look a certain way. You didn't choose to be good at the things you're good at. Like, God made you that way. God did that. So your self-worth doesn't lie within what you think or feel about yourself. It's what God says and feels about you. You were designed, and I think that's such an important word. Like, you weren't just made. Like, you were designed with intention and specific detail. You weren't just, like, a second thought. Like... You're on purpose. There's no mistakes in your creation. And we honor that by speaking life over ourselves, right? We talked about our words. We honor that by seeking spiritual rest and taking care of our bodies and taking care of our hearts. We honor that by listening for our callings when they're changing and chasing after them and constantly wanting growth and constantly chasing after Jesus. That's, that's how you honor God is by taking care of yourself, by loving yourself. That's what that is. This whole series really has been about bettering yourself and growing yourself, not just for your, not for your benefit at all, really, but so that you can further the kingdom and be your best for God. Because if we're not our, at our best, we can't be our best for God. So he's given us tools and he's given us ways to take care of ourselves so that we can be our best versions and do crazy cool things for the kingdom, like he's intended for us. Every single person was made intentionally to do amazing things to further God's kingdom here on earth. Loving who you are is a really big thing. It's not a small thing to think about. It's not a small thing to do. It's a daily thing we have to work on, I think. <clears throat> and it's not just loving, like loving you. Loving yourself is, it's just so much bigger than it sounds. And it's loving the heart that you were given. It's loving the fact that God wove pieces of himself into your being when you were created. Like, that's insane. But we were made in his image. Like, we're made with pieces of God in our, in our lives, in our being. It's realizing, you know, you don't have to be good at everything or look a certain way to fulfill your purpose, which we talked about last week. Everyone's unified calling is to love God and love others. And you don't have to be good at everything to do that. In fact, you shouldn't be. And you don't have to look a certain way. It doesn't matter how you look. God will use you. God wants to use you. He made you and made you look this way for a reason. You're lacking nothing in the way you were built. What you're gifted in is enough. And how you look is enough. God's going to use you because he made you. You can't measure the value of someone's life. Like you can't, and that's where comparison comes in, really. You can't say that your life matters more because you're doing this job 
or you matter less because you're doing this job, or you're good at this so that you have more value here, but you're not good at that so you have less value there. That doesn't matter. There's no scale. You can't measure the value of someone's life. Every person is needed and important. In 1 Corinthians 12, that's where he's talking about the body being made up of several parts, right? And the body needs all of its parts to function at its best and to function well. Like your physical body isn't going to be as great with one arm. Just like the body of Christ are like as believers, as a family. If one of us is lacking, if one of us is weak, if one of us is down and hurting, we're not going to be our strongest. Every person matters. Every part matters. If everyone looked the same, if everyone did the same thing, as if everyone thought the same way, like what's the point in that? Where's the value in that? What makes you special? But everyone does think differently. And everyone does look differently. Like it, everyone is made so uniquely. We've been given so many different qualities and we need to steward them well. We need to be careful with how we speak about ourselves. We need to be careful with how we're treating ourselves because that, like our words, is a direct reflection of what we think of God, right? He hasn't asked you to be anything other than you. So just be you, like you are already enough. Before you even had breath in your lungs, before you were created, before you were on earth, God knew what you would do, what you would look like. He knew that you would be here. And that was enough, like you're enough already. You don't have to prove yourself. You have to just show up and say yes to Jesus and accept his love. That's really all that looks like. You're already enough. You don't do anything to be enough or to matter. Because of Jesus and only because of Jesus, you're worthy of God's perfect, never-ending and miraculous love like we sang about. Those songs are so precious to me, especially for tonight's message. Because his love is crazy. There aren't enough words. There aren't big enough words. There aren't like deep enough words to fully grasp God's love for us. But you're worth it and you're deserving of it simply because you were chosen on purpose to live this life that you have. He chose to bring life to you. You're not just here by accident. No one is here by accident. God chose to bring you into this world on purpose. You have a purpose here. Your value of life, the value of your life and the importance of your life doesn't lie within what you think or say about yourself. It lies within the fact that Jesus went before us. He loved us first. God created you. You were created. You didn't just happen. You were created and chosen to do really important things here. To love well, to serve well, to be in communication with people in community and family, to go places, to do crazy things, to be challenged, to grow. He chose you to be here. Your gifts are enough, what you look like is enough, and you're capable of anything God asks of you, and you're so worthy of love, and you are so loved. And I hope that that ultimately is what you are feeling tonight and hearing tonight. If anything, I, my prayer is that you guys understand that your value, thank goodness, doesn't lie in what humans say 
what you say, but what God, our Creator, says. You guys are so important, and you matter so much. Um, will you pray with me, and then we'll go into small group. <clears throat> We love you so much. Thank you for choosing to give us life. Thank you for choosing us, for going before us, for loving us first, for constantly showing us that our value lies in you, Lord. I pray that tonight our hearts are open and they're honestly broken, Lord, to do better and to love ourselves better because we're realizing who made us. God, you are perfect. You don't do anything on accident. You make no mistakes, so we have to recognize that we are not on accident. We're not a mistake, but we are made perfectly in your eyes. God, I pray people here feel nothing but your love tonight. I pray they feel surrounded by you. I pray that everything we've talked through through this series stays so close to them so they can constantly be growing closer to you and seeing how amazing they are. These people are so beautiful, Jesus. And I see you in all of them. I see that you have put your hand in all of their lives. I see that you have handcrafted them. You have designed them for beautiful, beautiful things. And I feel so lucky to know them. I feel so lucky to be in this community and that my life is being affected by them. My life is better because of this, Jesus, so thank you for this place. Thank you for your words, thank you for your grace. I pray in small group tonight that people speak and people are open and that you are present in the center of both circles, Lord. I pray that you just do big things and that they don't stop here, but that they carry on into our lives daily. Lord Jesus, help us choose you daily. Help us see our value in you every day. I pray that we grow stronger as believers and as friends and as a community so that one of us starts forgetting the things that we've talked about, we can remind them and constantly be building each other up. You are a beautiful, big, amazing God that we don't deserve without Jesus, so I thank you for that. Thank you for the gift that is your son, God. We love you so, so much. Send your name up, right? Amen. Amen. Sorry, I feel like such a downer. <clears throat> okay. Ah, there we go. That way. Where do I go?